Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Never Be Alone podcast, a show dedicated to everything and anything related to the horror genre of movies. Uh, my name is Joe, and joining me, as always, is my co-host. I don't know why I'm like adding so many random emphasis on things here. Go for I it. I can't do a single you, good. No, you read. take the emphasis for me, please, because I am severely lacking. <laughs> I can't do a single normal intro read at all. Don't. Like, it's just not don't. good for me. Uh, today, joining me as always is my co-host Erica. Erica, why did you do this to me? <laughs> Listen, this was not of like bold choice. This was not a bold choice for me. This was a need a quick fix, <laughs> and it's also gonna be what the week before. It's gonna it's the yeah, week, it's before, week Thanksgiving. before Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. even say Thanksgiving. Less than a week until Thanksgiving when this comes out. Um, so for those of you who are wondering what I'm talking about, if you've uh, cashed in on the name of this episode here uh we initially wanted to do a review of last night in soho and i worked my ass off on those posts she, erica has been killing it as a social and media I manager had to go, i went to, before i came over today i was like all right let me let me get some cheesy thanksgiving posts <laughs> to do yeah so what happened was we were all set to do last night in soho and we were set to record it this week go see it today when we're recording now and as i went to buy the tickets yesterday for the movie it's out of theaters where we're at uh there were no theaters within <laughs> 50 miles that were playing mm. uh the movie which saddens us greatly uh we were both looking forward to that movie um i think we still might do it i think it's slated. i'm down I think it's slated for digital release next week. So we were really excited about that movie, but mm -hmm. couldn't do it this week. So we had to last minute audible into Erica. Tell me what we last minute audibled into. Okay. So I was trying to come up with ideas to figure out what movie to watch because we don't really have a list. And since... after Halloween, there's just not, not as many. And no. And that's the thing. So like we didn't have any like on deck to watch just in case. Yeah. So I brainstormed and I was like, okay, let's do maybe the best and worst of Rotten Tomatoes, see what lands where. And apparently the best on, best horror movie on Rotten Tomatoes is Psycho, obviously. Never saw it. <laughs> you gotta. You gotta. You shouldn't be surprised. It's it's Jamie Lee's mother. Come on. And what was the worst? There were, Mono's I'm not even, fate? I'm not even kidding. I think there were 14 movies that had 0%. It's either seven Thanks or fourteen. Killing. Thanks, Killing's one. Um, the number one worst movie, one missed call. I never heard. Oh my god! Worst movie, zero percent. Seriously, zero. I remember. If that's the movie I'm thinking of, I remember the babysitter. That, I remember that as a kid, and like the yeah. movie poster scaring the crap out of me. It was like all the yeah yeah, yeah. worst movie on Rotten Tomatoes, zero percent. That movie? Yeah. yeah. That movie's poster scared the crap out of me. Oh, we should definitely do that. Zeroni. We should, because there's no way this movie is worse than the movie we watched today. It's got a four out of ten on IMDb. Okay, well, a don't, 1. well don't look. Get off of get off of the interwebs. Oh, we should definitely. We'll because save you're, that one. you're guessing the Rotten Tomato score for this. For this one, yeah. Yeah. No, I was looking at one call. So that that's something we can put in our back pocket for yeah. another time. Yeah. That we mess up. We when can a movie surf comes like the theater. worst. Because I feel like that's always fun. I feel like I've, it. 
Well, that's the thing is like, I feel like for the last couple of movies, we've done all good ones. So yeah. it's nice to have a bad one. Yeah. And so they're not saying this movie was bad, but I am saying it. Um, <laughs> it, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. No. <laughs> it really wasn't so good. So what, what did we watch? What did we end up watching? So we ended up watching a movie called Pilgrim and it's within Hulu's horror anthology Into the Dark. So I just went on and Googled Thanksgiving horror movies and the craziest shit was popping up. It was like killer turkeys and yeah, shit. Yeah, there's Thanksgiving yeah. is, is and then, a classic. There was another one. I forget what it was, but it was really funny. Thanksgiving was really funny. I've never like, watched any of those. It's so good. I watched like a Mystery Science Theater version of it. Yeah, we should have watched that then. Uh, I mean, but this one was like... like this one ping pong between real horror and comedy. True. So like at least like like things yeah. killing was all comedy. Yeah. Like there was nothing scary about it. This one like actually had like some like oh like scary yeah. elements like. And real- then it just it popped up and I was like you know what let me look at it because like you I was like I really hope this isn't like an old timey movie because I yeah. don't have the patience for that today. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to decipher what they're saying. And I didn't like. Uh, a weird like stipulation I have. I have watched movies like this, but like I can't do like old fat like not even like made in the seventies movies, mm-hmm. but like movies that are set in like the eighteen hundreds yeah. or something. Like I just don't have the attention span for it. The closest I got to being okay with it was the um the Netflix series, what was it called? Uh that came out, the Netflix tra- trilogy that came out this year. Horror Street. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Fear Street. Fear Street. Fear Street. Um, they had like a an yeah. old, the second one was set in like the 1700s or third one was set in the 1700s or mm-hmm. something. So like that one, I made it I, and I could do it, but no, I don't yeah, like no. it generally. It's not something that I will sit down and enjoy purposefully. But thankfully this wasn't set in the olden times. No. So what? So I don't think we. So you said you said yeah, what it's yeah. called. Okay. Yeah, and I said I, just, I said where I found it. I just want to make sure. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's live on Hulu. Yes. Streaming now. Yes. Came out 2019. Tell me some more facts about this movie. Okay. So this movie is directed by Marcus Dunstan. All right. Let me know to avoid his movies in the future. Yeah, I forgot to look at what other ones he did, and I'm kind of glad I didn't. Yeah, I don't. Uh, like. <sighs> I don't want to get into the review. I'll talk. We'll talk okay, more. yeah. <laughs> Marcus Dunstan. I'm going to remember yeah. that. So though. Noah Feinberg, Marcus Dunstan, and Patrick Melton were the writers for this. That was a, They did a fine, yeah. fine as they could job writing it. And then your fave, my fave, every every horror fave is Blumhouse Productions. Yep. So it's their... I didn't realize that they had a TV branch. I'm sure. They have to, right? Yeah. Like, but it, I guess it just never like clicked that they did. Because yeah. I don't... You don't seek don't it out. Know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, some notable actors and actresses. So Rain Edwards is from Hellfest. The daughter, Cody. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I went and I was looking at the cast list. And at first, from the thumbnail, I thought the pilgrim was Aaron Eckhart. Me too. Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. glad. Because I, yeah. I thought that going into it too. I was like, is that Two-Face? Yeah. I was like, that, that'd that be awesome. Like, there's um, no way though. No. So... So, Aaron, I almost said Aaron Eckhart. Rain Edwards, she's from Hellfest. There's a show on FX called Snowfall. And there's a TV show adaptation of MacGyver. Snowfall, is that? Oh, no, I'm thinking of Snow Crash. Never mind. Go I don't continue. know. <laughs> uh, who else? Kara Smith, so the dad. He looked familiar. He's from Riverdale. For any of my Riverdale people, he was... Uh, 
Principal Honey. He was in Final Destination, too. He was in Charmed. Yes, he was in Final Destination. My Bloody Romance. Um, and. My Bloody Valentine, sorry. And. And Dawson's Creek. That's irrelevant to me. It is completely relevant to me because <laughs> that was my childhood. <laughs> He's in The Closer. My mom loved that show. Shout out to my mom. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, it, it, that's not a bad cast, honestly, for the no, movie and then, that it was. And then the guy who played, um, the Pilgrim, uh, Peter Giles. Not Aaron Eckhart. Not Aaron Eckhart. Has done voice. So if you look at his, like, IMDb or whatever, or, uh, Wikipedia, he's done voices for mostly video games. Interesting. I could see it. He had a, he had a pretty video He did Gusto. Game. Yeah. And uh, let's see. He's done Medal of Honor, Mass Effect 2, Dragon Age Origins, Warhammer 40,000, Dawn of War 2. 40K. And 40K. Well, it was written out as 40,000. I don't know those <laughs> things. And Final Fantasy 7 remake. Uh, no necessary background for this as... There's nothing you need to know. We went it's in a, knowing nothing. You, what you need to know... Is this is a horror movie centered around Thanksgiving. Yeah. And then I just put like it's part of an anthology. That's it. There's no it's yeah. not connected to anything. Kind of like it's like it's like Fear Itself or what was the what was the one before Fear Itself? I don't know. There was a, a horror movie. Direct, I know Fear Itself, but there was like there was another one that like a lot of people were talking about and like knew. I'm not sure. Uh, But yeah, it was feeling kind of American horror to me where it was like. Like with the anthology thing where it was like a new cast, new thing every episode. But I that's think, just like an ensemble, whatever. I think... So then I think the last thing is the genre. Yeah, so I put that we should come back to it. But we're already in the review of it, right? Yeah, but I don't know. Like The genre I feel like might be a little bit of a spoiler, but I feel like if you, you would know, right? What do you think the genre is? I, I'm curious. I just the genre I put all episodes are labeled as horror. I mean, it's a horror what anthology. Sub genre of sub, horror. I don't know because we do sub genres here because uh, the whole podcast. I know, no, is I know, horror. no, I know. But you said that it would be a spoiler. Um, I don't think so. No, I mean, like, if you kind of know it going yeah, in, yeah. like, I don't know because it's not. They try. To, I know what it is. They try to make it supernatural. It's not supernatural at all. They try to make it supernatural. No, no, I would disagree uh. entirely. I would say it's just a, your average home invasion horror, which is a hundred percent a subgenre of horror. Home That's invasion. Kinda, okay, now that you say that, it's giving me like mother vibes. I've never seen Mother, Ugh. so sure. Okay. I remember Mother being all like hearing bad reviews about it. No. Well, I also hate. Um, I, I hate you. <laughs> She's awful. I hate you. <laughs> She's so awful. Uh, yeah, so I would classify this as a subgenre home invasion. Uh, so other movies that fit this mold, uh, if you're interested home alone. in. Just not Home Alone. Uh, I would say things like Hush is a big one. Yeah. Um, the Strangers is probably the one that everyone's seen, loves, and knows. I would say The First Purge is a home invasion movie. Yeah. Because the rest kind of like branch out from that. But the first one, they're like just attacking one particular home. Yeah. So what if else? you're into those kinds of movies, and I will say all three of those movies were great. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would recommend those if you haven't seen them. But if that's your genre of choice, you might like this one a little bit better. 
than we did. Um, <laughs> uh, but we're we'll. Is there anything you want to say before we go into no, spoilers? I don't think so. All right, so we're gonna go into spoilers. If you have nothing to do on Thanksgiving. <laughs> and want to watch this movie if you're too turkey hungover and if you want to just put a movie on if you just want to throw some random stuff on be in the thanksgiving spirit <laughs> give us a pause go watch it on hulu and come back warning it is a feature length it's a, it's 80 minutes it's not that yeah, bad not it's that still bad. that's shorter than most horror most horror yeah. i would rank at about 90 mm-hmm. so 80 minutes, pretty digestible. So we'll give you a quick break and then come back and uh, join us for the review. And we're back for the review. I mean, you're back. We've we've been been here. here. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) let's let's go over the concept of this movie real fast. So the concept, uh, immediately diving straight headfirst into spoilers, is this mother... Just invites these pilgrims yes. to her house yes. so, to teach them the real meaning of Thanksgiving. So, what's his name? Noah Feinberg. His mom was president. He So, he wrote the outline for this okay. movie, episode, whatever. Um, his mom was the president of the PTA at his elementary school. And kind of like with this film, her big idea was she was going to bring in these reenactors to teach everyone about the history and all of the great stuff about Thanksgiving. And being the PTA mom and the president, she was like, you guys can stay with us. We know it's a long travel, whatever. And so this is the part that's it's based on a rich story? That's what it's based on, yeah. So there, was there actual murders? In- no, okay. no. It oh was my just, God. Well, that was the thing because Noah was like, I watched... So, <laughs> but, like, after scouring the internet for so long... I, listen... I have to probably contact the FBI because the amount of times I googled murders by pilgrim reenactors and <laughs> Thanksgiving murders by pilgrims, like I'm on. Well, a, Thanksgiving I'm on murders a list. by pilgrims is probably. I'm a on a list, list now, so um, yeah, he like pitched it because they needed a Thanksgiving movie, and they were like, "Oh, that's a really funny story. Do you have an outline?" And then he was like, I can bang that we out. We got one this night. gem. I like that. Like, yeah, it, in the beginning, like it's it also, so we'll talk about the direction of this movie because I think it's 100% worth talking about. Yeah. But I think one of the interesting things about it is that that stood out to me. So we have like this intro of like your suburban family, mm-hmm. your evil stepmother with um, a daughter all this stuff like setting up like setting up in the most egregious way possible that the dad oh, is yeah. checked out that the mom and the sister and the stepdaughter the don't get along uh the angst there the, the stepdaughter and the um and her brother lo- like it sets it up in such a ham-fisted way mm-hmm. current <laughs> current finance news.com i couldn't <laughs> Like you pointed that out, and then I looked, and it so said it said foreign, foreign finance. finance. I no, was it like said foreign markets or something. Foreign like that. markets. So it was I like was the most generic, so and it was vague. done. Like the website looked like it was done in it Excel. Like I was just about to say that. Why was it an Excel spreadsheet? It was so bad. Who's spending time to update that? <laughs> <laughs> the intern did that. You know, the intern did My that. My God. They're like, hey, uh, hey, Jerry, can you like 
just throw up a fake I website. Like, I feel like you could just go on like Twitter you, you, or something. No, like, you could go on any website. You can go on like Yahoo yeah. Finance. You can go on like Motley Fool. I don't care. Go on like just like the Dow Jones website. I don't care. That's better than current finance news. I guess would they have to get sp- not sponsored, but when they have to like. I mean, I guess rights. that's the equivalent of like every time you see Google, like a character Google something, but it's not actually Google. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. But uh, yeah, you know, they couldn't get the rights to any actual news site. But no. So we get all of that information. And like, we're deep into the movie. We see like, we're about like probably like five, ten minutes into the movie before the pilgrims show up. Mm-hmm. And as soon as the pilgrims show up and step in the door, again, ten 10, maybe even 15 minutes into the movie, we get a title card that says based on a true story. Yeah, yeah. Like, so deep into the movie where we're like, it, oh. It really, like, they did not do a good job of explaining what happened with the daughter, Cody. Mm-hmm. It took us. And how she, where she came from. We didn't learn about that. We didn't even know she was her daughter. Until yeah. she said, this is my well, daughter. Well, because that, that scene that they show of the parent, because they open the movie with the parents, her parents yeah. arguing. And you get some, you get but some aspect so of it. you're so focused on her gold sneakers swinging under the yeah. chair that you're not looking at what's happening above her. Yeah. Because they pan out and you can see her parents arguing. Yeah. But like, I was paying attention to her fucking shoes. Yeah. Because they really honed, like they honed in on such weird yeah. specific things. Yeah. So again, 15 minutes into the movie. It tells you it's based on a true story. And then we come to find out that it's Loosely. not based on like a true murder, just based off of an anecdote that a dude told yeah. once. So, yeah, the mother's goal is to teach them about the real Thanksgiving. Yeah, and how to be grateful. And it'll be fun. It'll be fun. It'll very be Very suburban white mom fun. Very, yeah. Like, very, <laughs> like, I'm going to do something off the wall because it's kitschy and, yes. and people will talk about it to yes. me and stuff like that. Um, and you can tell because... To use there. Is it? I think so. Kitschy's like, it's like, I forget what it, like, it's not good is uh, what it generally means. Like, it's like uh, played out or something, I think. Let me double check. But that's fine. Anyway. Yeah. So, like, it... <laughs> It's like one of those like really off the wall. Yeah. Like it's like the worst. And they did the worst job at making them seem like catty moms. Oh my God. They made it so obvious. It was like, because like they would set stuff up and it just wouldn't matter. Yeah. Like, like, so for instance, there's a scene where uh, the daughter Cody goes into the kitchen while all the, all the um, HOA moms are around and she just like knocks over a coffee mug and they make it like it's the biggest fucking deal in the world. Like they like zoom in on the mug and like hear like yeah. the glass shattering music's going crazy and it's just a mug. See, I get that. <laughs> That's what but happens like, in my brain when something goes wrong. But like that all happens and she's like crouched down and then these two moms come in and are like just being bitchy mm-hmm. to the to her mom. And that doesn't matter. Like nothing not interaction. The like you could see the coffee cup, yeah. Like, uh, was a, a bit of a jump scare, but like also set up her being hidden so she could overhear this. Yeah. But like later in the movie, when she's like over her boyfriend's house and is coming back to her house, 
if she like stopped at a neighbor's house and said like help us help us and the neighbor's like oh neighbors- aren't you like aren't you that woman's daughter like get away from like if it at least set that yeah. up like they were bitchy about it and then they'd ignored her so we understand and why like- they ignored her. like but no like there was just no like not punchline but there was like no reason for no, it there really wasn't it was like, so weird it just it was a weird way to prove a point it was a weird way to be and like... And it was a point that we already knew. Yeah. Like, yeah. we already got that, like, it was... She was doing this outlandish thing that no one thought was normal. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like we needed to have that point hammered home at all. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm going to really tear this movie, tear into this movie. But, like, not that I think it deserves it. Like, at the end of the day, it was a movie to watch. Mm-hmm. It was 80 minutes, not too long. Yeah. Not a big commitment. And it was free. And it was free. <laughs> Unless you like, or seventeen not seventeen a month or something, however much Hulu yeah. is at this point. Um, but yeah, like it, it just like it. I said this to you while we were watching it, but it really made me appreciate a good horror movie yes. because, like, you noticed that it was overproduced. Mm-hmm. You noticed that music was being used way over the line. It was trying to emphasize something that didn't need it. There was so much tension building for the smallest payoff. So the one that I did like was when he went into the room where Patience was churning whatever the fuck it was. But still, like, it was such a fucking meal. Like, we knew, we knew because of the music, because of the tension, because of the lighting, that there was, that something, like, his mother was dead or, like, someone was dead or there yeah. was going to be something. And that scene dragged on for, like, t- 30 seconds. Yeah. Maybe even a minute of him, like, Just going through the house around. and then cutting back to Cody going through the house. Yeah. And then him going through the house. And then, then it stayed on him and he saw it, saw the blood and, like, left and then saw the mom. And it was like, dude, like, that scene could have been, like, half as long. It could have. And, like, l- like yeah, we get you want to build tension and for, was- like the first real scare of the movie. Yeah. But like, no, it was just, it was so overproduced and unnecessary. Not to mention that like, like we talked about this a lot in our very first episode on malignant with James Wan. If you Mm -hmm. haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. But as well as the others, (laughs) we kept harping on how good of a director James Wan is. And I have, I have a friend that, that uh, I talk to all the time about horror movies and I and she listened to that podcast and she said like, I don't really notice direction and stuff like that. And I usually don't either yeah. because like that'll take me out of the movie and I'm usually trying to focus on being in the movie. But like James Wan's is so good mm-hmm. that it takes you out of the movie and you and you can just appreciate it. Yeah, this one was so bad <laughs> that like like it made you re- like. There's a such a good soft spot of yeah. like just not over directing, not over like focusing on something that doesn't need to be focused on like and just whatever weird fish islands that they had on it in the transitions i it was like i felt like i had drunk goggles on they had like so many weird they had a random fish eye they had random steady cam and then they would do like that cut of like oh my god like like a quarter of the back of the head of the person that's talking they did so many claustrophobic shots where it was like just like straight up on the person's face and like i get there's technique in that but like there's also technique in the right amount of times to use that and they like i don't know if it's just me but they didn't use not that like color scale is super important but it was too bright and cheery is no it 
it got really dark and blue, I would yeah, say, towards yeah, the end. Yeah, when shit started to hit the fan. And, like, yeah, so, okay, like... yeah. Like, it did... I thought the color wasn't terrible. I think it was... I I feel like they used the shots wrong. Yeah. Like, they used the... They should have used the up close for when it got darker and used, like, a more well, wide frame with the brighter scenes. They did with that, the horrific, like, cannibal scene. Yeah, yeah. Like, where they just, like, kept getting close that's, on, like, every person. I, it's still, like... That, but I'm saying, like, it was unnecessary to do in those bright... Yeah. Bright yeah. moments with, like, well, talking thing, to the like, HOAs. I think what it was trying to do was, like... Like, it, it was a little bit until we got to the point where the boyfriend's mother was killed and mm-hmm. then the boyfriend was killed. And, like, once we got to that point, that was, like, okay. Like, the entire time, you're, like, we know something's going to happen. Yeah. But, like, we were just waiting for the shoe to drop. And they were, like, well, we know something's... Like, the director's, like, we know something's going to mm-hmm. happen, but we don't want you to check out before it happens. So, we need to yeah. give you these unsettling zooms and, like, and these s- crazy, like like... Just we're gonna keep the camera on Ethan for like way longer than necessary, yeah. or make him smile or do something weird and creepy, so like you know <laughs> he's gonna yeah. go crazy. And then, uh, what the fuck is it called? I can't think of what it's called. When he fucking, it, I'm cursing a lot. <laughs> when he stepped on the crow's head. Oh my! Yeah, he like came while he was yeah. like killing what, a bird. That, it's not smut. What is it? Um. Yeah, I would say. What do you mean? Oh my god, I have to look up the word. Like, um, a s- snuff film. Snuff. That's snuff, it. Yeah. Smut. smut is me. <laughs> sn- yeah, it was like. Yeah, it was. It was. And it, it was, was like very snuff. It was also just like like they did a lot of stuff to try to make it creepy. Like they had him like obsessed with the shot with the boy, mm-hmm. and like they did a decent job of that. And like I said, I think the concept as a whole of this movie isn't bad no like the idea of this story was really good had, and, it, and it was unsettling yeah because like you can see that stuff kind of now happening. had this been handed to james wan <laughs> i i mean just kidding of, give of, it give it to robert eagers i don't know who that is he did the witch yeah. <laughs> give it to ari aster because that because i did say that in the movie i was like this kind of made me appreciate ari aster as much as i don't yeah. I don't like all of his films, but, like, he is a master. Like, Hereditary is a master class. Oh, yeah. And, like, making a slow burn film, but, like, keeping it um, engaging the whole way through. And, on, like, if you want to talk about unsettling. Yeah, and he used. And, and Ari Aster uses good direction. He uses good uh, sound cues and music cues. He uses good, like, pacing and everything. And I just, like,. I could go on forever in a day about, but like, but you, you compare the two films, and it's like th- this isn't too much of a slow burn film, no. but there is like a lot of setup there's in the some beginning, lulls. and there's a lot of like we know this is going to be creepy, and we yeah. know that this is going to make take turns and stuff. So like, but we want to keep you engaged, and I think Ari Aster just does such a better job of keeping someone engaged yeah. during those lulls than this movie did because this movie. Because Ari Aster just uses, like, like finesse and, like, interesting things. Where this movie just uses, like, creepy faces, sharp zooms. Yeah. Uh, and weird it's just, camera angles, angles and movements. The angle that they took of, uh, what's his face? The boyfriend. That was just, like, why was it completely cockeyed? There was no, so there was, 
no need to do that it It was was just such a it was it didn't add any dramatic effect like it showed some of the ceiling it wasn't like something was on the ceiling you could have just shown a straight shot of him hearing this noise but no you decided that you were going to try to be artsy and just tilt the camera i think uh some of the good things we can mention about this movie like i said the concept really good yeah i think the concept the writing wasn't even that bad uh there were some like the acting wasn't great but the writing wasn't bad there were like times where it was like very unclear whether they made this movie to be a comedy movie yeah or a horror movie um there were a lot of scenes where like this is like genuinely scary Mm -hmm. like not like genuinely like i mean like genuinely like if this happened like kind of scary um a lot of over the top random shit yeah like the the whole drowning lever system i fucking loved that i mean it was cool but it was like really they had timed and forethought to build this whole thing out it made me think of the collector okay yeah Where it was just like a i'm gonna torture you in your own home but like but but the collector was good (laughs) i know no i know i know i just meant like that weird little trap but but like but like they spent like like he just built a shed in a day the builder the builder that's all he does no think, no speak. I, I build. I build. <laughs> I pick things up. I put them but down. Like, and it was so well made. And it was like, it was just such a weird anomaly to have in there. There was and that. The, the, they uh, built gallows. The wardrobe, the costuming, they, not great. No. Like, yeah, like the, the shoes looked really iffy. Like, like they, if you're going to be authentic, make it look authentic. Don't yeah. make it look like you went to Party City, please. Because the builder, I don't know. I was getting really picky about the wardrobe. His vest was, like, super shiny on the back. Interesting. And it's like, those are synthetic fibers, sir. That doesn't look like cotton to me. That doesn't look like wool to me. Yeah, you said that when she was getting branded, that it definitely wasn't wool. No. It was like a synthetic fiber <laughs> yeah, or something. I was like, that's going to cause an infection. Um. Yeah, then, like, like, I mean, there were some great shocks. Like, when, when the dad died, yeah. we, genu- we genuinely both looked like, oh, I did not expect no. the dad to actually just bite it there. That was crazy. And then, like... We kind of called it as we were going through, but like we, we, we like joked in the beginning, like, are they cannibals? Like, would they do that? Yeah. And then it came out that they were. And like, I mean, and I then thought that funny was cool. enough, it turned into another pedestrian, flesh pedestrian movie. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I thought that was cool. Like, I thought yeah. that was an interesting twist on it. Like, I liked that. Um, Yeah, like, I, I mean, we saw it coming, but it yeah. was still. And I was kind of wondering, like, at that point, and then you would said like the mom had set it up and was just going to be like, yeah, be grateful. Okay, everybody cut. We're good. And he'd come back and be like, all right, everybody can go home. Yeah. Oh my God, I was like low. Crazy. I was low key thinking that. I was like, please tell. Like that would have been great if they did that. That would have been so, but so incredible. I know they wouldn't have. Dad, but, was, dad was big dead. Um, Dad was big dead. Dead as hell. Uh, and then like, so like we, then we bounce back to like the comedy where she's Beats the crap yeah. out of a woman with her own dead husband's head. That was so. Fu- that was <laughs> so good. That was so metal. It was the best thing I've seen. That it was the. This co- movie is worth watching exclusively for the for last that scene. Yeah. I mean, the I'd end say, was good. I liked it. I'd say probably what, like the last twenty minutes. Last 20, 25 minutes. Yeah, yeah, like definitely, like like the beginning was definitely. You don't rocky. need. You don't need any of the preface. No, like it was. It was decent action. Decent, like, interesting kills, I would say. Um, hilarious special effects. Ho- really good special effects. Like, the fucking... The practical effects of the throwing up. Yeah. 
is my favorite because it's always been my favorite is when they go to throw up for the longest time when i was a kid i always thought people cupped their hands when they threw up no it's to cover the tube yeah interesting so, nobody ever goes Ugh. yeah because then you get it all over your hands yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i never thought of it and then like when i started getting into this shit now have you ever have you ever had to force yourself to throw up yeah for what so many things <laughs> I have I one time I I made myself a chicken sandwich at home yeah and I was like I'm gonna do the whole thing like I'm gonna no. I'm gonna cook I'm gonna like cut the, sh- the lettuce tomato onion do like all this stuff make like a really nice artisan bread yeah and like all that stuff and then I like fried chicken myself <gasps> and like I cook and I bit into it, was it and pink? I was eating it in dark so like oh. I ate like the first couple of bites completely and then I, I just like, got the shivers and then I looked and I was like oh no oh. yeah it was like oh. the middle was like barely cooked i my the hairs on my neck are standing up you couldn't get me with anything hard to do that when it comes to food Uh, there's just something like about undercooked Uh, food i was like googling i'm like can i eat this will i die and like no like you can eat a little bit you'll be yeah yeah as much as i did would probably have been fine but i was like that's it like i've never had to force myself to throw up but i'm gonna make it and i did um yeah so i'm a big i'm a big uh puke and rally gal constantly that's why if you ever see me chewing gum i probably just went through (laughs) i haven't thrown up much from uh from drinking so we'll see i do it so that i can hang (laughs) so a couple of the other things that piss me off about it though number one cody went to check on her boyfriend and found him dead yeah comes running back to her own house she lives in a big development couldn't have ran up to any of the neighbors, asked for a phone, called 911. Couldn't have done that. Well, also, the other thing I was thinking, if she was able to get up to her bedroom, she had an she had a laptop. Mac. Yeah. yeah. She could have texted from her laptop. Yep. But, like, it's just nuts to me. Like, you, you couldn't... I just can't fathom why you wouldn't go to a neighbor and at least call the cops. And just raise awareness. Say, yeah. hey, call the cops or for me. I'm going to run home. Just knock, knock on a bunch of doors and just let people yeah. know what's going on. Yeah. Because, like, like, what do you have to lose? Or just kill a bunch of cannibal pilgrims. Yeah, I guess. Like, so that, that <laughs> pissed me off. And then the second thing. She stabbed patients in the face. Yeah. In the face face it was like right in the temple in the face through the hand yeah and she was just fine for the rest of the movie yeah no issues but that's why i was like typical woman he's like are you okay i'm, I'm fine. fine and she's just you know what bleeding out of a hole in her you head you know what ethan it's okay back off <laughs> like ridiculous like like again like i get it's over the top and i don't like to be yeah. scrutinous to a degree in horror but, like, that's just a little much. Yeah. Like, and it's not even, like, it was, like, a two, three, probably, like, a four-inch blade. Yeah. Or a four-inch screwdriver that she stuffed in her face. Like, that, you'd be out. Because you saw, as she pulled it out, like, that would have lobotomized that yeah. bitch. That would have fucking killed you. Or, like, at least rendered you useless. useless. Yeah. Not be to be able to walk around, eat, and all this no. stuff. You would have forgotten your name, where you were. Yeah, like, that's not... That that's, was strictly frontal lobe. <laughs> that was... Hippocamp- she was done. No, hippocampus is, like, here, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Good. I nailed it. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. What, uh... This is probably going to be a shorter episode this yeah. week. Thank God. We're finally... We're getting into the 40-minute, hopefully. <laughs> Uh, so 
I think it's my turn to guess. Yeah. Some Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. This can't be good. Like, it can't be good, right? I got to say critics probably gave this movie like a 22. They gave this specific one a 77. Are you fucking kidding me? I am dead serious. 77. Yeah. I'm, I mean, one. Well, they don't, pro- they don't do an, uh, an audience thing. Okay. So it's just strictly the critics. And I think there were only 13 reviews. That's, that either is an, a, a, an indictment of the other story. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> like, I loved fear itself when that came out and like, there were some real bad ones yeah. and some real good ones. At least I thought they were really good. Okay, so for the whole series, um, the critics give it a 69 and the audience gives it uh, 72. But for the specific episodes, they don't split it. Okay. Season two has an overall 71% from the... I don't know, man. Oh, okay. So then, hang on. Didn't see all this. Season two specifically has 71% from the critics, 80 from the audience. And then to boil down to Pilgrim, the critics gave it 77. Okay. So it's up there. It's probably an outlier. If, no, maybe. I would guess not if like the audience likes it more than the critics. Yeah. and the. There's 13 uh, reviews. Course. And then. What was your favorite one? So my favorite one was fun because it definitely hit close to home. So. Eddie Strait from The Daily Dot rated it a 2.5 out of 5. I would say that. Yeah. Yeah. His review is as follows. Pilgrim takes the worst aspects of the holiday season, forced (laughs) gratitude and bonding, and weaponizes them. With a game cast... With a game cast and fast-paced script, Pilgrim is consistently entertaining despite some bumps in in the road. It's silly both in intentional and unintentional ways... And it's shaggy dog charm works. I can see that. Yeah. yeah like, I think that's the perfect summation. As of soon it, as really. I saw the force gratitude and bonding, I was like, that, well, that was the thing is like, there were a couple of other things like there that we didn't even mention the wishbone. Yeah. Aspect of it where like she would like the, the daughter wishes that everything blows up in the in mom's her mom's face. face and, and, and it then works. it did. And then at the end, it zooms in on the wishbone in Ethan's hand saying you wish for this, which I guess gives it some kind of supernatural. That's why like you were I saying. was thinking that and I was like, what the fuck? Because how who else would have known that? I yeah. mean, nobody would have known that. Only her. Yeah, Only she would have known that. So like, I guess that gives it some supernatural credence. Yeah. But. I don't know. I don't think... I still think it falls under maybe Supernatural Home Invasion then, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I think the Force Gratitude, like, I, I mentioned in the movie, like, it felt like Saul a little bit of, mm-hmm. like, only when you face death in the face yeah. do you start to feel grateful for what See, you have. <laughs> you got that and like, not to compare it to the great masterpiece of Shaun of the Dead, but I felt like the the quick zoom out and then... Some of like the the music that was cut mm-hmm. into the movie was just like too perfect. Well, that was the thing with Shaun of the Dead is like Shaun of the Dead does all of that stuff to yeah to lambast horror movies yeah and this one was doing it unironically it, it, yeah exactly because <laughs> it was trying to do it to make it more spooky I yeah. guess and then 
Well, not more spooky. No, like, but well, like, it was it was basically unsettling. going. It was basically going. We need to make this movie a scary. This is a scary movie. What's in scary movies? X Y Z. Yeah. All right, let's just plug this movie full but of X Y Z. They were like plugging gospel. Yeah, <laughs> I, there was like a. There was some. Don't get me wrong. There was I disco in the middle of like someone. The getting disco killed. part fucking killed like, me. Like the music was just like they went on YouTube audio and was. I'm like, glad I didn't look up anything about the soundtrack because it wasn't. It was. It was awful. Yeah. Like. Again, like I, it makes you appreciate good direction in a movie. Yeah, and it make like good sound design, good and like all the stuff in the background that you never really notice. It makes you realize, like yeah. when you do notice it, it's either because it's out of this world mm-hmm. or because it's just trash. Yeah, and that's what this movie was yeah. for me. And like again, it's basically, it's basically like. I don't want to call it a diamond because it's definitely not that good, but like a bronze medal (laughs) wrapped in shit. (laughs) Yeah. Like the, the core of it is decent, Yeah, but the, but the surrounding and like the, the coding of it is not what you're looking for. No. It's how I would rate it. So I would give it a two out of five. I think I would too. Like I, I think there are some, there are some bright spots. Yeah. And story's I, interesting and like again it's kind of fresh like i've never yeah. seen anything like that it's an interesting take on a home invasion film but the the bells and whistles aren't there no or there's too many of them i don't think there were any <laughs> i don't know what we were hearing but it was not bells and whistles it was uh it was quite the film uh if you guys actually sat down and watched it thank you let the, yeah thanks <laughs> We're I'm glad sure, or I'm sure sorry. Blumhouse, Blumhouse will be thanking you, not us. But thank you guys for for listening to us talk about this this train wreck. <laughs> hey, and uh, we will see you in two weeks, where hopefully last night in Fingers Soho <laughs> is available for us to watch. Uh, other than that, never be alone, guys. Never be alone. I stay spooky. I hate the stay spooky. I love the stay spooky.